This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, we are seeing a lot more of this sort of infighting within the Time's Up movement on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And uh, earlier in the week, we were talking about the allegations issued against Aziz Ansari following a uh, date that he had with a woman who was going by the name of Grace. That was not her real name, but she was written up about on a website called Babe.com. And uh, she alleged that she and Aziz Ansari had gone out on a date. He couldn't get back to the bedroom fast enough. And then throughout the evening, she repeatedly asked him to slow down and he repeated pushed forward sexually and she left feeling like she had been violated that's sort of the upshot yeah right? and and really we uh, you know we we paused and said um i i remember thinking i feel like we're entering a new phase now i'm not sure this is quite the same conversation that we started out having this seems like a different scenario and a different set of circumstances and one that requires maybe a different response turned out a lot of other people did too and one of those people was um ashley banfield and she she really did cut this sort of scathing uh, response to the woman who wrote this uh, Aziz Ansari piece. Well, she heard back from the woman who wrote that Aziz Ansari piece. And I'm going to just allow her to tell us what some of the finer points of that letter were. I'm certain no one under the age of 45 has ever heard of. I hope the 500 retweets on the single news write-up made that burgundy lipstick, bad highlights, second wave feminist has been really relevant for a little while. That's from Katie Way, who was on CBS this morning. And I think the reason I want to share that is because Mm. if you truly believe in the Me Too movement, if you truly believe in women's rights, if you truly believe in feminism, the last thing you should do is attack someone in an ad hominem way for her age, I'm 50, and for my highlights, I was brown haired for a while when I was a war correspondent interviewing Yasser Arafat and in Afghanistan and Iraq, Gaza and the West Bank, Google those places. That is not the way we have this conversation as women or men. As journalists, let's be frank, we do not attack people for their age or their highlights, or their lipstick, because it is the most hypocritical thing Mm. a woman who says she supports the woman's movement could ever do. And that's the caliber of the woman who was given all of this power. So that was her response. And frankly, you know, I'm so glad that she did that because uh, her points are taken. And and I'm telling you, the, the most frustrating thing is when I see... People have a, ver- a view that's different than uh, what is considered to be acceptable or mainstream, that people attack them personally. And especially, like she said, for a woman to go after another woman and bring up her age and her looks, 
Like, have you no shame, lady? Well, what's so frustrating about that is, number one, exactly what Ashley Banfield just said. You know, this if 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 we're all talking about the same movement and wanting the same outcome, if we're all sort of working toward the same goal, the last thing we should be doing is calling each other what amounts to basically childhood names and hurling insults. That's number one. Number two, Katie Way is the name of the journalist who wrote the initial piece that also wrote that letter to Ashley Banfield after Ashley Banfield made an argument about about sort of the philosophy of the Time's Up and Me Too movements, right? Not about her journalistic style, none of that. She hurled personal insults back. That's just lazy. That's just schoolyard, you know, that's juvenile. And it's what's so mind-numbingly frustrating about that, and I'm sure I have been in, I've been this person before, I know that. I know that I've been a person who uh, has entered into a movement after many other people have done a lot of really hard work and maybe didn't quite understand the breadth and depth of that. Because that's what it sounds like. Is I, I think this the journalist who wrote the the piece for Babe.com, who said those awful things to Ashley Banfield for disagreeing with her, yeah, it, I mean, entering... it tells a lot about the that particular woman because she has no she has no ability to have a conversation. And what she does in her email, if you read the full email, is she blames Ashley for not having a conversation with her or with the woman involved that she never contacted her editor. Blah blah blah. She she shamed Ashley for not having a conversation mm-hmm. and going out on uh, you know onto her show and having an opinion. So she shamed a woman for not doing what she wanted her to do and having an opinion about it. And then in in the shaming of her for that, she throws, you know, her age and her looks. Right. Which is which is so like it, it's so clear that this woman has no understanding of how um, to have a conversation. And clearly, you know, feminism, you know, maybe missed a step in terms of, you know, younger women that they needed to to communicate to them why it's important to maybe behave in a certain way. And and really the ability for her to not, I love how I'm talking to a woman about feminism right now. So I understand that while I'm saying these words, but, but really it just, she is so privileged in her position because of women like Ashley, right? That she doesn't even have to be aware right. that she is being sexist, right? With another woman. Yeah. And that's kind of what I was saying is like she has entered a movement that Ashley Banfield has been living and fighting against, uh, whether she's been vocal about it or not, for umpty foo years. And, and, and she doesn't even recognize the ways that she, Katie Way, the journalist, the young journalist, has benefited from those and then feels free to smack talk a woman who has been there to do the work all along. I do just, yeah, I, it just... It, Everything about it was so frustrating. Frustrating. I gotta say, I hope this Katie Way is embarrassed because no, I doubt it. I doubt it too. I bet that because no, she a feels lot completely of... vindicated, and I guarantee there's that thing of when you're, you know, a certain age, you think, well, um, those old people, they just don't get it. Yeah, and I know better. She's 23 years old, and she would like us to know that well, the woman is 23. Is Katie 23? Yeah, Katie oh. Way is 23 years old. Uh, oh, maybe. Oh, maybe I'm. Maybe, Maybe I don't know that for sure. In any case, she says, basically, you know, I'm doing quite well in my journalistic career right now. No thanks to you. Okay. So we're on the same age. Yeah, for sure. And she's basically telling Ashley Banfield, 
I'm a journalist and I'm very successful. You, Ashley Banfield, don't understand my success. Bless her heart. That's what you say when you really think somebody's a jerk, right? <laughs> All right. When we come back, we like to do a little segment called Work My Last Nerve. And I've got something on social media that is working my last nerve. What's working your last nerve on social media? We'll talk about that after this. 651-641-1071 on MyTalk 1071. If you miss Second Chance Romance, oh, don't worry. We got you. We have the highlights. I was divorced actually last summer. And so I've been trying to do that whole dating for fun thing again. It was really great. I mean, yeah. even during dinner, I moved in for the first kiss and we actually had a really nice kiss at dinner. She was kind of more concerned with the other party that was there in the restaurant. Oh, with oh, her, her friends? friends. Well, it, it was a little bit more than that. It, it, you know, it was her ex-husband. What? Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Was that a genuine, I, I feel like kissing you, or was your ex-husband and no. the date watching? It, it was totally for show. That's all it was. I was, oh. just, I was We were eating it, you know, I was in mid-bite of eating food, and, and she's kissing me all of a sudden. Oh, no. Oh. I know, I feel like, you, like you're used, and sorry if you feel that way, but that's not really what it was. Second Chance Romance, Thursdays at 7 and 8.30 on My Talk 1071. The radio home of season four really jumped the shark, but five's good again. My talk 1071. Everything entertainment. All right, you guys. So um, sometimes I love social media. And sometimes there's little bits of social media that are working my last nerve. And uh, I'm going to tell you about it on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And uh you probably have something too that's working your last nerve, Bradley. Everybody other people. Does, yeah. Everybody has one. So six five one six four one one oh seven one. Feel free to give us a call and tell us what's working your last nerve. Listen, I'm telling you, you getting on my last nerve. Colleen and Bradley present Working My Last Nerve. You are stepping on my last nerve. Okay. All right, so what's working your last nerve this time? When People have uh, children who are ill or they have an illness themselves. And rather than contact their medical doctor or turn over their uh, insurance card and look for the nurse's line number on the back of that or, you know, go to any one of the number of places online that you can diagnose conditions from the comfort of your couch. Instead, they post about it on Facebook and ask the lay people of Facebook land, what is wrong with them or their child? Even worse, when there's a picture associated with it. Oh, gross. Yeah, please <laughs> right? don't do that. Yeah. Like, seriously, I'm, I've seen, I haven't seen this exact one, but things like this. Like, oh my gosh, my kid's wheezing and his lips are blue and he has a rash all over his body. His eyes are rolling back in his head and he's shivering. Should I call the doctor? Or yeah, Maybe if you have time to yep. Facebook, you've got time to call the nurse line. Just pick up that darn phone. Yeah. Now, let's hope they have a nurse line because, you know, healthcare. Um, <laughs> I, 
I and, and it's not just people with kids. People with they're like, what does this mean? And they'll post a picture of some growth on their body. Yes. Like you guys, seriously, the lat the lat. Well, first of all, you should not be Doctor Google, right? No, so Doctor Google. Doctor Google's going to tell you you've got cancer and you're mm-hmm. going to die. A hundred percent of the go time. Go to an actual professional. Mm-hmm. But then, not only don't be Doctor Google, don't be Doctor Facebook. Precise. Yeah. What is working your last nerve? I think we're going to go a little off topic with this next one, but I'm fine with it. What's yeah, working your last sure. nerve? 651-641-1071. Charles is on the line. Hi, Charles. How you doing? Good. What is working your last nerve, Charles? People cutting off from, uh, these big trucks and thinking they can stop on a dime. <laughs> yes. Yes, always and forever. In this traffic. weather? Mm-hmm. Yes, in this weather, or when it's raining, for that matter, too. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, do you you feel better now? I feel a lot better. Okay, good. Yeah, just let it out. Just because you have a bad mom today doesn't mean you're a bad mother. Oh, (laughs) thank you, Charles. (laughs) Have a great day. So if we're going to talk about things that are working our last nerves on social media, I have to throw out there a couple things. And one of them drives me up a wall constantly, and that's people who... um, who complain about, um, you know, restaurants and uh, experiences. Mm -hmm. And it's not like, like I've, I've done that. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's usually, you know, not about like me trying to get anybody's attention. It's Mm -hmm. like, Oh my God, you guys. But you know, when people sort of do that thing where, well, it's one of two things, right? Like it's either I want attention from, you know, the company or whatever, like, I have really crappy service, Delta, and I want, you know, you to fix my problem. If you're having an issue where you're not getting through the telephone, right? Like, you can't call and you can't connect, Mm -hmm. then Delta has, like, a helpline thing on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Mm -hmm. But it's that, like, it's just that, like, whiny complaint Mm -hmm. That is like, are you really complaining or are you just letting us all know like, that you do not go to Joe's coffee shop on ABC Street because they gave me a cool cup of coffee? Yeah. That kind of thing? Yeah. Well, I mean, again, it's worst either, experience ever. It's them trying to sort of like, I don't know, get attention from the individual company. Mm-hmm. Like they think they're going to get a free meal or something. Mm-hmm. Um, Versus, like, you know, you guys aren't going to believe what just happened to me. I, like, that for example, me maybe my burger was the size of a breakfast sausage. Now, another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to do's, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
in my defense, I did not name the place because I was like, I don't want to make this a place about them. And it's not I, like I don't care. I don't want them to do anything for me. I don't want a free meal. I just want you all to see this disgustingly small burger that somebody actually thought was. They could serve you and yeah, call it, it a, was hilarious. a burger. <laughs> anyway, not only that. And again, if you're just joining us, we're talking about things that are working your last nerve on social media. And Colleen doesn't want you to be Dr. Facebook. Um, the other thing is um, vague, vague booking. Mm. When people are like, oh. I am having the worst day. Yeah. Oh, that is the last time I try uh, to do that. Some people don't realize how miserable they are. And you're like, I don't even know what that is. Right? Does that not drive you nuts? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, sometimes. But then I sort of get to this point where I'm like, well. No. Please keep your. The issue is uh, big enough. You will deal with it because you're an adult. If you are not, um, if you're not ballsy enough to name it, don't claim it. Hey, preach that. Okay, let's go to the phones. Wanda's on the line. She's got something that's working her last nerve. Hello, Wanda. Hello. What is working your last nerve? Oh, thank you for letting me get this off my chest. Okay, let it go. (laughs) Let it fly. When people drive behind me with their brights on, there's nothing you can do to signal them. At least if they're coming at you with the brights on, you can let them know. But when they drive behind you with the brights on and it's reflecting in your rearview mirror, you can't see. And you go blind. (laughs) Well, not only that, but I I honestly believe that even like running lights now are too bright. Like I think I agree. I honestly was thinking about this. I don't know. A couple weeks back when I was driving around at night, like everything is so bright now on the road. Like you don't need that much brightness to be able to see the car in front of you. It's I really do believe that they just make brights too light. Lights too bright. Lights too bright. Thank you, Wanda. (laughs) Have a good day. I hope that feels better. (laughs) Um. Yeah, we d- started with social media, and then we got two car Traffic, calls. Yeah. That's so interesting. Interesting. You know, what are you going to do? Um, uh, but Bradley, back to your your last point about vague booking. Can I can I piggyback on that? Yeah, I've done this before. I think everybody has done some of these before. So I just want to admit that possibly I've done this before. But when you find the inspirational quote, oh God, do <laughs> not ever post an inspirational quote because here's the thing. All you're telling me you did was Google a quote. Like, I don't believe you actually walked around with an inspirational quote in your heart and you took to Facebook to share it. My bigger, like, I I don't care when people uh, share inspirational quotes, but like put something around it. Like, give us some context for your inspirational quote. Why is that meaningful to you in this moment? Because they're not your words. (laughs) Like, why don't... Oh, don't even get me started. When we come back, we can't get don't Bradley started. Don't even get me started. We're just going to talk about crazy, stupid idiots on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. You can breathe. You can blink. You can cry. Hell, you're all going to be doing that. Entertainment. Dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, and at 2.30, every weekday, we like to call them out in a little segment we call CSI. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly. Over and over again, oftentimes in the state of 
Florida. Where are we going first? We are not going to go to Florida first. No, we are going to New Jersey. Okay. Uh, and this is a New little bit of a Jersey. spot the crazy, stupid idiot. Okay. Um, so a guy in New Jersey was crossing the street and he got hit by a truck. Oh God, that's horrible. He lived. Okay. He lived. He, but he did have to go to the hospital. I mean, he, he was hurt pretty bad. He was hit by a very large truck. Well, this is a 57 year old man. His name is Daniel Gallagher. And, uh, would you believe he got a ticket? He got a ticket. The man who got hit by the truck. Why did he get a ticket? Got a ticket. Correct. Oh, that'll do it. He was apparently not in the crosswalk when he crossed the street on Tuesday night in Hackensack. uh, And he got hit by a big truck. And the cops showed up in his hospital room and issued him a ticket for jaywalking. Guess what? The guy who hit him? Nothing. How did that happen? Because he wasn't in... He apparently didn't do anything illegal. Okay, well... That doesn't make any sense because when you hit people, that's generally illegal. Right. But not this time, apparently. The guy who was in the wrong place got a ticket and the guy who hit him did not. Wow. They must just not have, like, uh, pedestrians must not have the right of way in New Jersey. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. And also so there you dumb. Go. Isn't that dumb? I know. He's fine, though. That's the good news. He He's alive. Uh, and once the police saw he was alive... They just went ahead and issued him that ticket. So, wasn't that lovely? Wow. I know. That's lame. Uh, All right, so that was in New Jersey. Now let's go all the way down to Florida, where I want to tell you the tale, a tale as old as time. Uh, A guy by the name of Rutger, William Rutger, that is, Mm -hmm. he's 61 years old, and he's from Tarpon Springs. Now, he picked up the phone and called 911 around 1.30 in the a.m. on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. He called 911 and told the police officer something shocking. And uh, he added that he wanted uh, his wife to be uh, involuntarily admitted for a mental exam, per the state's Baker Act. Okay. Okay, so I told you Mm -hmm. that he called to say something shocking happened. Right. What is the shocking thing, do you wonder or imagine? Mm -hmm. Um, Shocking. Okay, so it's super shocking. She thought that he was a leopard. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like what would cause somebody to call and want his wife to be evaluated for a mental disorder. That would be shocking. He Mm -hmm. thought she was a spider. Okay. I'm going to need some further clarification. So then he had, he, okay. Was he on drugs? 61-year-old William Rutger calls 911 around 1.30 a.m. on Tuesday morning and says to the police officer, my wife is a spider. And he would like her involuntarily admitted for a mental exam per the state's Baker Act. Is the state's Baker Act a thing? Apparently so. Oh, okay. Rutger uh, was slurring his words at the time and mm. appeared intoxicated. That's according to the responding patrolman. Now, you'll be happy to learn that his wife, in fact, not... A spider. A spider. So Officer Jacob Miller explained to Mr. Rutger, who was expressing coherent thoughts. Mm. This seems interesting and counterintuitive. That the 911 operator was for, or 911 system rather, was for emergencies only. 
They did not arrest Mr. Rutger. Then, shortly after about 3 a.m., Rutger calls back to the 911. Mm -hmm. And this time he says, not only is his wife a spider culling, she is a black widow baby. From the song? Yeah. Black widow baby. (laughs) Uh, So he says that his wife, in fact, is a black widow spider. Uh, The officer then returns to the residence and at that point places Mr. Rucker in handcuffs. He is then charged with misusing the 911 system and he did uh, enter a no contest plea to the misdemeanor count. Now, that is a crazy, stupid, idiot story. Guy thinks his wife is a spider, calls 911. Mm -hmm. They say no and uh, whatever. And then he does it again. Mm -hmm. Horrible, dumb story, right? Ha ha, crazy, stupid idiot. Well, let's take a look at uh, Mr. Rutgers' life, shall we? Let's. For just a moment. He's a retired lawyer. Okay. So I feel like he should know better. Smarter. Yeah, yeah. smarter than that. Um, remember how I told you that he was, quote, slurring his words and appeared intoxicated? Yes, I do. And then he had coherent thoughts later. Yeah, he had some coherent was thoughts. Was he sleepwalking? No. Oh. Remember I said he's in, appeared intoxicated yeah. and had slurred words. Mr. Rutger is a retired lawyer and... What are you doing? Nothing. What is that noise? Folding a piece of paper. Okay. It sounded like you were ripping fabric. Uh, he is an author of the following book. Uh-oh. The Alcoholic's Guide to Adventure. Okay. Mr. Rutger is responsible for a book called The Alcoholic's Guide to Adventure. Uh, does that include sleeping with spiders? I mean, what kind of adventure is he talking about? I think it means that he's a drunk well, and he yes. picked up the phone and he was completely drunk when he thought his wife was a spider. <sighs> oh, well, best to him. Indeed. As I said, he had to uh, go to jail. For a second there, I really did think like maybe he just was having like a bad reaction to his Ambien or something and he was sleepwalking because sometimes I fear that. That I'll sleepwalk and call 911 or something and get in trouble for it. Yeah. I don't well, know if I sleepwalk out, though. If you don't drink uh, at 1.30 in the morning, you're probably going to be fine. Okay. All right. Good to know. Um, now we are going to go, I don't actually know exactly where we're going because this is all about a YouTube video, uh, a clip that was posted on YouTube of a 12 year old's birthday party. Okay. Typically when you think of a 12 year old's birthday party, who do you think might be in attendance? 12 year olds? Yeah, that's a good guess. Yeah. And maybe, I don't know, maybe like the parents, yeah, maybe they would hire a clown or please don't something like that. Right. What about a 12-year-old birthday party where there are two strippers there to entertain the crowd? Um, like, like... Strippers, like actual strippers. strippers. Yep, so oh. a clip was posted on YouTube of a 12-year-old boy at his 12th oh, birthday party no. uh, receiving a lap dance by two scantily clad women. Um, it's super disturbing. Turns out... There was another person in the video, the child's father, who had hired the strippers for his son's 12th birthday party. Ew. Yep. Gross. According to a news report on a Spanish-speaking TV channel, so again, we don't know where this is, but 
uh, the father had hoped to turn his son into a man. Oh, well. Yeah. By inviting okay. strippers uh, to his 12th birthday party. Yeah, I don't know that that's the mark of a man, but um, okay. Did they arrest the guy? You know, nobody really knows what the end of the story is. Because, well, how did they know he was 12? Um, you know, I I cannot watch the video. I will just be honest with you. I, like, will not hit play on the video. I'm sure that it's evident that, like, maybe there's talking happening and they're, like, talking about what's going on and it's a 12th birthday or something like that. But it's clear just from the stills I've seen that this is a young boy and these are strippers dancing as though he's not a 12-year-old boy. Wow. And I'll just let your imagination. Did you say Spanish speaking? So is this in another country? No. So this is what I know about where the news report was. It's Estrella TV, which is a Spanish speaking TV channel in the U.S. So I don't want to watch the video. Yeah, no. Why would you? It's disturbing. Like I have a child who's going to be twelve on his next birthday. Maybe don't hire strippers. You know what? I don't need that advice. But thank you, duly noted. And I hope anybody who is considering that as a possible entertainment for their child's birthday is thinking twice about that now. Okay. Gross. Yeah. Bye. All right. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we ask you a question every day. It's a simple this or that question. It should be pretty easy to answer. Although some of you do have a difficult time with it. We call it our daily snap judgment. And today we've asked you. Peking duck or General So's chicken. Head over to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash mytalk1071. Answer that question. Uh, oh, and by the way, while you're there, every day, the break before we do Crazy Stupid Idiots. So just before 2.30, if you happen to be in Facebook town, Bradley and I do a little Facebook Live thing for a couple minutes. We call it Give Me a Break, and you can see what happens in the breaks on the Colleen and Bradley show. Ask us a question. We'll answer it tomorrow. And uh, that is up now. You can view it. You can comment on it. We'll talk about it Check a little it bit in the breaks tomorrow. All right. When we come back, we'll get to your daily snap judgment answers on my talk 107.1. Wednesdays on Jason and Alexis in the morning. It's the birthday prank. She wanted to make this independent film. Gotcha. Um, okay, so I'm going to prank so. Gail, and I'm going to tell her that I want to audition for that last part that you need filled. Do you have any acting experience? I actually acted in a couple of Esther Williams movies. I am 82 years old, and I did several pictures. Um, synchronized swimming is what I, I specialized in. Yeah, well, we'll definitely have you come in. I don't know what part you could be appropriate for. Well, if you were wondering about any of those nude scenes that was listed in the casting, I do not have a problem with nudity. There's also a question about being comfortable with drug use, and I do not have a problem with that either. I did go to Woodstock, and I saw a lot of things. Um, I'm going to touch base with my partner who's doing um, casting. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lindsay, why don't you tell Gail that she's been birthday (laughs) pranked? Birthday prankings with Jace and Dawn, but not Alexis because she's bad at lying to people. Wednesday mornings at 7:20 on My Talk 107.1. The radio home of Hey, what are you watching? My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. It's the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. We are streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. 
doing everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And every day at this time, we ask a question on our Facebook page, the MyTalk1071 Facebook page. It's a this or that question. We let people uh, answer and then we judge them. I'm Bradley Trainer. And I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And for their answers, right? It's that easy. So today we asked a question. And the question was? The question was Peking Duck or General So's Chicken, two Chinese-American classics. I mean, I thought it was kind of a fun question. It got me thinking about food, which is my favorite thing. Uh, and about mm, one, two, three, like 10 people answered. Oh, great. So well, thanks for thanks playing. Thanks for playing. Uh, Amy, Sorry we didn't do it for you today, guys. Amy said, oh, General So, please. I had it last week. Extra spicy. Mm. I can't find my thing. There. Uh, Amanda said, I don't think I've ever had either of them. I Googled them and they both sound good. I'm going to go with the duck. All right. Fair enough. Carrie said, general all day. She really wants the general. Uh, And uh, Megan said, the general, please. I don't eat that cute food. What does that even mean? I think she means animals that are cute. She won't eat. Chickens aren't cute. I mean, I don't know. I would feel bad if I was the chickens. Like, if you're the meat that she's eating, I'm going to feel bad for that animal. I would like to poke at that a little bit more, but she's not available for our questioning. Uh, Lori said, definitely General Sows. Alan simply just said, duck. All right, so what what say you, Colleen? Peking duck or General Tso's? I mean, my preference is Peking chicken, but I'll take the duck Peking if that's what chicken, they're that's offering. At Leanne Chin, it is. Oh. Right? I think so. Anyway, I'll, ta- I'll have the duck, sure. Yeah, I just want, I'll take any Chinese food. Ding. What about you? Uh, definitely Peking duck. Have you ever had that? Peking duck? Yeah, I mean, is oh, that yeah. like a thing? Is I guess I've thing? never actually had no, not is I know it's a thing. I just don't know that I've ever actually ordered it and eaten it. I oh. don't know that I've seen it on a yeah. menu. Um, but yeah, you can make Peking style chicken too. So that I've had, and I'm sure they taste the same, right? Because duck chicken, whatever. No, they don't taste the same at all. A chicken and a duck? Ducks sure. are like super fatty. I mean, I like duck. I'm just saying to me, it just all tastes like chicken. Uh, we have a new friend here. Somebody has arrived into the studio. We like to celebrate him because he will not be celebrated on his very own show. His name is Donnie, and we are going to get to know him in this little moment where we ask, who is Donnie? Give it up for Donnie. Hello, Donnie. Oh, hey, Donnie. How you doing, Donnie? Donnie's pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who is Donnie? Donnie. Hi, Donnie. Hi, Don. Oh. Where oh, is he? He's coming. Don't worry about it. We're we're finding him. He is um he's lost there his voice. Go. He's she found it. it now. He's found it. Yeah. Hi, Donnie. Hello, that's my name. Don't worry about 
Uh, we won't. Don't worry about it. I uh, had a fun time with you last night at Can Can Wonderland. Yeah, that was very, very nice. It was nice hanging out. They have really good yeah, pizza, right? They did have good pizza and good, and good sweets. Yeah, fantastic pizza and sweets. Oh, Holly's there too. Hi. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so, uh, uh, but the, what they did not have on the menu was either Peking duck or uh, General yeah. So's chicken. Yeah, what? What? <laughs> what was the second one? General, General So's. So's. Chicken. I, I don't know what that is. You don't know that that's one? That's like a, that's no. just another American uh, oh. Chinese food wannabe. Oh, I see. Fake Chinese food, fake but Chinese that's really like, good. Yeah. I it's heard chop suey is actually a fake chop Chinese food. Chop suey, all of them are. Yeah. I mean, chop I suey, you, mean. Uh, you know, all uh, most yeah. of the Chinese food we grew up loving is basically yeah. an American creation. One from mm-hmm. column A, one from column B. Yeah. What's no, the I question? just want Chinese food. Uh, which one? I, I <laughs> oh, asked you. Yeah, which one? I don't like duck. Oh. No, I really don't. No, I, I'm with Brad on that. It's a little fatty for me. Which like makes it fat. delicious. No. And the no. crispy skin, yum. No, mm, no. I go with the chicken. Go All ahead. right. Yeah. Halls? Uh, I'm going with General So's chicken. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I share a moment from last night, Donnie? And I'd like Ups. to hear what you have to say about this. Yeah. What was the moment? I happened to be kind of standing nearby when you were introducing you and Julia because Lori wasn't there. Because Lori said she wasn't sick, but she had a sinus infection. Yes, right. We, we didn't want her Fleming on everybody. So you sent her home. Yes, we did. So you and Julia were up on the stage, and you were introducing your team. Yes. And the most Julia thing happened what that just that? made me laugh. Mm-hmm. So one of the people on Team Lori and Julia, on their manuary team, is a guy by the name of Ryan McEnany. Mm-hmm. We love him. Yeah. He's wonderful. And uh, Julia went to introduce him, and in the classic Julia fashion... Knew his name, knew that she knew him, yeah. that they were very good friends, Yes, but didn't know anything about him, No, but didn't stop her from trying to tell no. everybody all about him. I had to remind her, I said at one point, he does have a name. Right. She was like, he used to work on that one show. You know that one show. Yeah, that one you show. You guys know that one show? I know. No, he, nobody knew yeah. that one show. Yes. It was, was hilarious. That was, that was a moment. It was a good moment. It was a very classic Julia moment, but it was fun nonetheless, right? It was. Uh, you know, Adam Thielen... Of course, wasn't there. He's got a football game to play. Right, no big deal. And she, but she said, you know, he's not here, and obviously, why he's not here. And uh, but his charity is it was something with Boulder, B O L D E R, uh-huh. I think. Mm-hmm. And she tried to guess what that was. Oh, and somehow she confused it with B O U L D E R. Oh dear. And Boulder, I said, Colorado. That, I said that's a good guess, but I don't think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> More classic Julia. More moments. classic Julia moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the fun. We should just remind uh, listeners that the fun begins on Monday. So voting will begin on Monday. So your first opportunity to vote for uh, Mr. Manuary 2018 yeah. um, will be right there on our website at mytalk1071.com. I, I think the brackets are up, are they not? Oh, ooh. the brackets might be up, but the voting okay. doesn't begin until. I, I understand. Monday. It gives yeah. people a chance to, you know, maybe get to know these guys. A yes, bit. yeah, um, and you really should because that was one of the fun things about uh, the the party, the Manuary party. We do a little kickoff party for Manuary every year, and uh, we invite all of the men to be there, and so you get to kind of walk around, ask them questions, meet them, hear them talk about the charities that they're working with, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, if you go to the Manuary page, which is very easy to do, you just go to my talk. 1071.com keyword manuary um each each man is is featured with their picture a little bit about the charity that they're working for a full bio uh, and more photographs and then uh and you can just take the time to kind of click through and and get to know them a little bit we do not have 
the brackets. Oh, they're not yet. up yet. Okay, I wasn't sure. Those are not up yet. All oh wait, right. that's not actually true. Nope. We can see nope. who's, who's yeah. competing against whom. Right. Yep. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. It's you have to click to a different tab. But once you get there, if you go to the vote now, you'll find out kind of when when each man is going to be up, so you can start selecting. One of our guys, Eric, brought his grandpa. Oh. Which was cute. I don't know if you saw Grandpa walking yeah, around. He had his I own did. sash. I thought, yes. I thought perhaps he was, was one of, one of your contestants. I did too. No, he had kept was... on asking if I was going to vote for him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Grandpa came up on stage with Eric, and uh, the first thing Grandpa was doing was grabbing for the microphone. He had some things to say. Wow. I think he's saying too, and right? We, say, we said, okay, hang on, Grandpa. You'll get your chance. <laughs> oh my God. That's no, he was a hoot. It was he just was, really yeah. fun. It was a fun, fun night. And, I, and again, I recommend everybody, uh, if you haven't been to Can Can Wonderland, it is a really fun place. And Bradley and Holly uh, played a ton of games. Oh, did you pinball? Yeah, there was yeah. lots of uh, fun pinball and Donkey Kong. Yeah, cool. Damn. All right. Can Can Wonderland, Prior Avenue, simple. There you go. And uh, Donnie, um, oh, I was going to ask you a question about the show today. And oh. I don't remember. SAG Awards. When do the ladies leave? They leave right after the show. Oh, all right. They'll be on their way. On their way. Try to stay out of trouble. And we will hope they have a plan. All right. They'll be up right after, be first. Uh, after this. We're going to leave, but we'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for hanging with us today on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. You're in the good place. You're okay, Ellen. Entertainment.